Welcome to your podcast, Leadership is Tricky, where we'll tackle various topics, challenges, and experiences as it relates to your investment in leadership. So, let's design success together. Now your hosts. Hey everyone, welcome back to Leadership is Tricky. I'm here with Steven. How you doing, Steven? I'm doing good, Eric. What's up, man? <sighs> Not much. Not much. Uh, here we are. What are we talking about today? Well, we're going to talk about a buzzword that's out there. I think it's important, um, but we'll talk through it. It's the importance of a network. And what does that mean to us from a leadership lens? Um, do you want to take a first stab at that? And then we can kind of talk through it. All right. So I'm going to read what is the definition of networking, and cool. which is kind of a weird definition. But networking usually involves meeting new people who share a profession, industry or interests. Networking involves exchanging ideas and information between these individuals. Unrelated to computer networking, right? Professional networking often takes place in informal settings. I don't know about that, but okay. So networking, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, so, so what are your thoughts on, on, on networking? Yeah, I, so networking as a thing, because there are networking events and networking opportunities and people talk about the importance of it. I think it's it's extremely important to knowing that there are others that potentially have your back, have your best interests at heart, um, that can be confidants to you, and that can be kind of a, a, a voice of reason, if you will. And you know, we'll talk about it in a second, but it can just be that. It can just be people. It could be your internal support system to what you're trying to do in life, uh, professionally financially, emotionally, spiritually, whatever, like that, that to me is the importance of a network. Right. So I know for most people maybe, you know, commuting right now and or on the treadmill or, or listening to us in you know, the comforts of their home, um, you know, their, their mind's probably going to go directly to like that professional networking. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, in the context of leadership, the way I view it is like mobilizing those within your, your power wheel, right. Those, those, mm -hmm. those tentacles that come off of you in which you can leverage that certain expertise and or someone else's network to reach a certain goal, right? So you can mobilize, inspire people to get after a common goal, right? And then at some point, right, you can you can step in and out of your network in order to achieve things, right? So these are, you know, people that you meet, you know, within your profession. I think that's what the definition had mentioned or your industry, right? Um, but, you know, if it's, you know, a subject matter expert that has that, that technical leadership ability, right? Um, like, like in the form of a doctor, for example, right? Um, you know, you, you know, when you activate your insurance, it's in, in network, out of network. Either way, it's a network, right? But you go to the doctor and you succumb all uh, power over to the doctor if you were to break your arm. But that doctor's part of your network, right? Um, in that moment, but you step out of it and you go home with a cast and all that type of stuff. But um, no, I, I think I think networking is extremely important. Um, um, me personally, I, I do um, enjoy networking, right? And knowing who's who in the zoo and understanding what influence they might have um, that I might be able to tap into down the road. Um, I know it sounds bad, though, when I say it that way, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of having that Rolodex of, of expertise and, and, you know, what influence do they have? Um, you know, that might be able to help me and or those entrusted under my care and or just in my personal life. Right. Um, maybe I don't what know. I really. 
Yeah, what I really like when I meet new people, if it's networking, call it whatever, um, growing my ecosystem, I kind of like that buzzword, if you will, yeah, is a new one. I like that. Um, I like to ask five words. How can I help you? I think that's the the greatest opening line anybody's ever taught me when I meet new people. And it doesn't make it so transactional. Like I want to get something from you. Um, I want to offer something to you for selling purposes or access or whatever it happens to be. Um, I think if you open it up, honestly, because it's somewhat transactional, but you flipped it on its head, you've asked them, Hey, how can I help you? What can you get from me first? And you give that skill, that ability, that piece of information. Um, if it's access that you have that they don't have, I mean, what, whatever it happens to be, it, it's almost like there was an office episode where Dwight Schrute and, uh, and Andy are like going back and forth about a favor. It's like almost giving someone a favor and then pocketing it. You know, you just said the word earlier, like, what can I get later down the road? It's almost doing that, but maybe innocently, if that's right. a better word to say. Um, but I, I go, I go very innocent when I say that, cause I honestly don't expect anything in return because Maybe that's my why and that's my purpose is, you know, I just love helping others. I, I love that, that idea where something I have is something that you don't have and let's collaborate together and solve something together. You know? well, let's, let's pull the sp- string on that piece, right? Because we always look at it network as you consuming, right? And it sounds yeah. bad because the way I said it earlier, I'm consuming something from someone. What about opening yourself up? Right. Opening your network up to others so they can then, you know, uh, reap the benefits of all of your years of experience and in, in your your network of folks. What about that? So I just got off of uh, yesterday, um, had a great conversation with a bunch of folks in the sphere per- professionally that we work in software modernization, just to throw it out there. And we all at the end of the day, agreed that we all are getting after the same problem, but in silos and breaking that barrier because we don't care who gets credit. We don't care that it comes from our place of, you know, of, of, the, of the sphere that we work in or they get, you know, the DAP and the public notoriety and stuff. It's about like the task at hand and achieving the goal, the mission, whatever word you want to throw out there. And that's what's driving all of us forward. I think when you're networking, if you can find someone and you set it in the definition like of a common interest or like-mindedness, that you both really have a passion for one another on something together, um, it, it shouldn't matter. And those are the folks that you really want to like latch onto because um, there's the negative benefits of networking because there are folks out there that just want to pull, pull, pull instead of you know, offer something to give to you. Um, and if you're the first to do it, how awesome could that be in that moment that you get to like, you know, get them off their, their toes, so to speak. And they have to second guess themselves and like, uh, my engagement strategy here is off. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to you in this moment. And then maybe they, they aren't the right folks for you to, to involve yourself with. Now I've seen some positive aspects to networking, right? Especially like in mentor mentee relationships, um, some of my mentors have used their networks and or people around them that they know that could have helped me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like if I was having issues early on in my career with like understanding finances. Right. Uh, my mentor hooked me up with our comptroller um, and she was like instrumental to me understanding money um, in, in our space. And then um, the, the probably the, the, the most impactful one was 
um, one of my mentors um, hooked me up with um, an individual that knew HR, like human resources. And I remember she told me that uh, if you don't know how to take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. Right. So she set me off on this weird path of, you know, ensuring that on my iPhone, right, I have nothing but HR regulations and um, <laughs> and policies, which my wife thinks it's completely weird. But um, but with that, it set me off on a path of being able to share knowledge right throughout my network. And I've taken that model is like when I go into a mentor mentee relationship, I ask them, hey, what do you want me to mentor you on? And then I activate my network for them. Um, so that way they have access to the knowledge and information. Um, you know, what you had said earlier, though, the pitfalls of some of that is people that get into these relationships um, and or try to get into your network for the wrong reasons because they think that there's something that they can gain from that, whether it's a promotion, you know, some type of financial gain or access um, just for the sake of having their name out there. Right. But then, you know, all that's short lived. I've seen that. Right. Because, you know, people get into it and, you know, they, they try to fake it till they make it right. They're imposters within that network and, and they're using it for the wrong reason. It's really kind of um, shakes out fairly quickly because a network is a network. We're all connected. Right. And we all understand what's happening within that network. And when someone's coming in and out. Right. And they're like, uh, um, you know, it was the, uh, the 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 guy from the Matrix, the uh, the. Uh, he was a shapeshifter, the bad guy. Like it was Mr. Smith. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. So they they just you know they 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 change you know faces you know at whim, right? But within you know that our matrix, our network, right? We we understand what's happening and we see those glitches, and then you know their their time within that network uh, is short lived. Um, I don't know. What well, do you thought? Yeah. So you said a few things there that I want to hit on. Um, first. I think you need to offer value to those that you surround yourself with. And if you're not doing that, you know, have, have some self-reflection and understand what is your, what, what is your thing you're bringing to the table and offer it freely, you know, be selfless versus selfish. I think that's critical when you're doing that. Um, something else, and I, maybe we can pull the string on this now is you've really got to be selective with who you surround yourself with as well and invest in those that, are going to invest in you. And I know I'm saying that maybe haphazardly because like, how do you know that upfront? You know, a lot of people are probably more gullible than others. You know, I'm the first to raise my hand that I always look for the best in people. And maybe I, 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 I that's just my personality type. I, I think people always have my best interest at heart. And it's a, it's a fallacy sometimes because people can take advantage of you and you have to be real about that. So I think what's very important as you get into this whole networking process for yourself is have the values already identified internally to you, what the red flags happen to be also internally to you. And when you see them, don't be afraid to just kind of like exit stage left, you know, and professionally and, and, and nicely. You don't have to just be unabashed about it and, and you know, call them out or whatever it happens. But you don't have to do that because right. um, that's on them to eventually figure out for themselves. But if, if you see someone that's not worth your time, don't spend your time. Like don't, don't keep doing the same thing, expecting different results is what I'm trying to say. So those are like two big rocks. I think I just heard you say that I think are important. Yeah. I think, I think you hit it on the head. And, and, and I would also say for those 
um, out there that are looking to network too is is when you go into the situation, it's just be honest, right? It's okay to, you know, if I meet you, Steve, and I say, hey, Steve, I, I want to learn how to play golf, right? But be, and I'm very specific with like, I need to learn how to work my irons. Once you help me with that, Steve, we have no more relationship, right? But if I'm up front and say, hey, this is the only thing that I need from you, right? And are you willing to do it? And you say, yes, and great. And then I come in and out of your network, right? And and, in and out of your life. And there won't be any hard feelings, right? I think think folks out there, though, they need to, when when they're looking to to network, is just to be honest. I I think that's just the key um, because a lot of people just aren't. Um, you know, they go into it for the wrong reasons. And, um, and, and I will tell you, I, I am one of those people that I will do a lot for you. Um, and then once I figure out it, it's all disingenuous and right, I'll, I'll cut you off and we'll never talk again. It's just yep. kind of petty that way. But um, I, I just think it's important that you go into it um, for the right reasons. And if, if there's a shelf life to this relationship, just be honest and say it. It's okay. You know, life's too short. I think that's the other phrase that's coming to mind right now. Um, I think people keep, people will keep folks so close at like, a, you know, a finger's length away just because they might need them down the road and they don't want to lose them. So they might ping them, you know, let's say once or twice a year just to tell them, hey, I've got a heartbeat. So I'm alive. How are you doing? Right. With some cliche. And then you might, engage in some banter through a DM or an instant message or whatever. And then that, it might just be that. And that's not bad. And, and I think what you're talking about too, is you open it up with this idea of a, of a power wheel or the folks around you that can either open doors or give to knowledge or advance a goal of yours in different areas of your life. And there's different, I think, levels of that. There's the folks that you engage with all the time that are like, comp- like what I was talking about, the confidants, the people that you fully trust, you've had, you know, you know, experiences in life that you've gone through with said individuals. Um, you've got some history there, some base, you know, foundation, if you will. And then there's the, the folks at that level two, level three, level four, that, you know, you need them. They're the folks that come in and out. Um, you just have to be very real about that. And, don't get upset with whatever expectation you have in your head if they're not meeting it and be willing to have that honest conversation. Um, you know, people hate the whole idea of networking potentially because they think it's fake. Right. And I don't think it's fake. I think people go into it with whatever expectations that they have, but I think a lot of people, which is unfortunate, they're just not real or they're not transparent when they approach you with whatever they're looking to do and they, they're just not honest and, Maybe we've seen a little bit more of that in the world. I think you said the the word confidant twice now, right? And one of the things that I learned early on was the difference between acquaintances and those in my professional space and confidants, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, it's just like, you know, when when you're growing up, everyone's a friend, right? Everyone uses that word so loosely. Oh, that's my friend. That's my friend. You met him once, right? What are you talking about? Right. Or, you know, you, you might, uh, you know, call them once a year. They're not really your friends. Right. So um, but but in 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 our space or your professional space, knowing the difference between a confidant and everyone else, because a confidant is someone that I will call and share information that won't hurt me later. 
right? I should be able to definition. I should be able to call you as my confidant and share my most intimate secrets and or thoughts and or be vulnerable 100% with you without fear of it coming back to hurt me later on, you know, whether in my personal space or my professional space, right? I mean, you can equate that to your best friends, but even your best friends, right, have other best friends that aren't my friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, oh, yeah. so you leave yourself exposed, but I think your confidants really should be able to count them on one hand. And those are the people that, hey, I'm going to share everything and, and I'm not going to have any fear of retribution, attribution, whatever, right? It's going to stay here and then the feedback is going to be real, right? So everyone else, right? It's to your what you were saying earlier, right? They might have a skill, they might have a pathway, they might have a... A, a nugget of information that might help me, but I'm not going to share my deepest thoughts with them. Like if they were my confidant, I'm yeah. going to share with them what I want them to know and what I need help with. And we're going to move on from there. Right. But, um, I, I just, cause you had mentioned confidant a couple of times. I just want people to know that, you know, not everyone's your confidant and you have to be careful because there are pitfalls and I've seen it, right. I've seen people turn on each other that when they share that information that their backs against the wall, right. You are going to be collateral damage. Unfortunately, no, and that's just being real. And, you know, an overused strength is a weakness. We've said that in previous episodes, countless times. And, you know, me being transparent right now, that's one of mine, you know, I will trust you maybe way past the point of no return and it can be turned on me on a dime. And um, it's unfortunate. And I think that's a skill that unfortunately has to be learned from a lot of people. And then there's the converse where there's folks that they don't have any confidants or they think that they can figure out life and figure out work and how to be successful all by themselves. And it's kind of lead me into our, our next discussion here of, you know, networking in and of itself has a little bit of a, an upfront barrier to mm-hmm. entry sometimes for those that might be more extroverted or introverted. So I wanted to get your take, Eric, you know, we've had this conversation if you are truly introverted or extroverted, but taking yourself out of it, do you think you need to be inclined one way or another to be successful at networking? No, I think so. I am introverted, even though you keep saying I'm not right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I am an INTJ. That is my Myers-Briggs and I stand by oh, it. Man. And, and, and I will tell you, so me being I am introverted and I do get energy from being alone. However, I have learned in order to be successful in networking and building up my power wheel. Right. I have to be extroverted um, in certain situations. Right. So for, and, and in leadership, right, in, in formal leadership roles. Right. I am expected to go to so, uh, social networking events. Um, I'm expected to go to events with my my, my folks, my team. Um, I'm expected to to be able to reach out to someone that I don't know in order to allow someone to succeed because they need that resource. So I have to be extroverted in those moments. But I will tell you, after a while in those spaces, I get exhausted and I'm done. I want to retreat back into my shell. Right. You know, turn the lights off and, and be done. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think you you have to learn that skill. Right. Is to get out of your comfort zone. Right. And push the status quo. Right. And put yourself in that space of, of just chaos and or, or just be uncomfortable for for a moment. But know how to pull yourself out of that, learn from it, and, and be back in your in, in your now elevated comfort zone. Um, 
but but I, I think I think it's a skill, and I think that it's something that people need to um, really be cognizant of of that if they want to be successful. Um, because I've seen both sides of it. I've seen people that are extremely extroverted, right? And I've got some close friends that are that are extremely extroverted, and it hurts them, right? Because they always look like they're in chaos, right? It's too much, right? And I've seen folks that are extremely introverted, and you know, they, they, they're in their own bubble and they're lost. Right. And they don't know how to now communicate with others, reach out to others, express to others that, Hey, I need help because they don't want to talk to anyone. Right. Um, it's, it's funny, like with the, God, I'm getting old, the younger generation, right. Um, you know, they want to text and I'm starting to see them come into the workforce where they will email you and chat you to death they will never pick up the phone. They won't walk around the corner to your office. They are going to chat and ta- and send email. That's it. I mean, they'd rather chat than send email, but just talking face to face, you can tell that it's it's hurting them on the inside because they're so introverted, just so uncomfortable with that face to face interaction. So, I think to your going back to your question, yes, it's it's something that you have to be. Um, working at no matter if you're on the introverted side or the extroverted side or even if you're right in the middle right because i haven't met anyone that's it's truly a introvert extrovert right i i think there's 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 extroverts and there's introverts i don't think there's a, there's this hybrid in the middle i don't i don't sure. know that so so i'll offer a few points um i think if you take the word networking out of it and just call it relationship building um, and understand that no one is successful in life alone. Like that's just a fact. I don't think anybody can convince me otherwise. I've never been told that one person just crushed something so well on their own because they, you know, research things by themselves. They didn't read any periodical or white paper from anybody else. And they did the necessary work and and just hit a milestone or a goal all in a vacuum like that that just doesn't exist we as a species a human species like we have to be around others like that's just a thing now how many people that is it's up to you and you get to choose that which is you know a great part of you know having the freedoms that we have in this world like surround yourself with as many or as little folks as you want well just think now, i mean back- you come, just think you come into this world Right. Surrounded by people and you need them to learn, survive. Right. You don't have a choice. You know, that's the point. And that's what. So if if people could spend networking positively, like it's going to get you either to be a best version of yourself in whatever aspect of life that you're looking to to achieve, then then go all in on that alone. And, you know, networking doesn't have to be the you know, a couple hundred person, you know, mass events, cocktails, beverage, adult beverages, things like that. Cause you know, a lot of people don't like to drink and right. that's another barrier to entry, you know, find the events or the, the environments that maybe are the more one-on-one or, you know, networking can be just a cold call to someone in your organization. It could just be someone that you admire, respect, you know, back to the mentoring aspect, it could just be asking like a simple, Hey, let's go and grab a cup of coffee. To me, that's networking or relationship building. And like the final point I want to make, and this is really important just because we're in this post COVID world, which is the, which is normal. Now, this is not the new normal. It's normal. Now having human to human interaction is just so critically important now more than ever. And we've had this 
instant shock to the, the systems of you know, culture and, and human um, presence in the world where we're all sharing you know, screens and little green dots on a laptop that I get to talk through. Being in a room with other humans, there's just something about that that you can't quantify through a computer screen. And I applaud those that turn their computer screens on at work because that is a feat in and of itself. Right. But when you get humans together, there's just, there's a bond and a connection that happens. And to me, that's the most important part of networking is just putting work to the side, understanding that we're human, we're, we have the same challenges and, and ideas probably that, you know, anybody else has. And at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're no one's better than one another at all. And we're just trying to offer things to others to help each other out. And I think that's, if, if you can just approach, approach it that way, uh, hopefully you'll just see it completely different and actually go all in. So. No, no, no. It was great. Cause, uh, you know, we talk about relationships and just having those meaningful connections, right? I think that's, you know, that's one of the things I'm focusing on now is not just the, the relationship piece of it, right? It's, it's having the meaningful connection, Right. Because I can have a work relationship with someone and we can talk about tasks and functions all day. But I want to go a little bit deeper. Right. I want to understand, you know, what are your family dynamics? What are the things that keep you up at night? You know, where are your stressors Um, and and just have that meaningful connection? Because then later on, you know, I can I can start to look at, um, you know, whether it's a drop in performance, you know, maybe it's an outburst, um, you know, um, in in the workplace. Maybe it's hey, that person's now, you know you know, just, just, just fell back into their shell, um, where I, I can notice that because we have the, that meaningful connection. I start, to, you know, I'm seeing the, the way they, they, they normally interact and the normal, the, normally how they, they, um, carry themselves in, in the workplace. And, um, and there, there's a few examples of, of where that's come in handy, you know, what you know, it's understanding, are you stressed out? Um, you know, what's going on at home? How are the kids? I know you're going through these types of things, you know, um, how can I help? Right, going back to what you were saying is like, you know, how can I help you? You know, what can I do for you um, to to help alleviate some of those stressors and 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 or you know put you in touch with the right people to help you? You know, mm-hmm. because we have that meaningful connection. If we didn't have that, and it's just a you know work like relationship where we don't kind of open up and be vulnerable, then then I might miss the boat on being able to allow folks to utilize my network to 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 get through things. So. Yeah, I, I would just say one final comment, and we haven't talked about it either, but let's say you have a meaningful connection relationship through a networking event or just in your t- internal networking of itself. Uh, don't ghost people. I think that's something else that happens a lot where you might overpromise and underdeliver substantially. And it not only hurts that relationship, but it hurts like your personal brand. And right. You know, that's an idea for another episode that we could potentially talk about. It's just like personal branding from a leadership perspective and how do you go about that? But um, your network will shrink if you do exactly what I just mentioned. Um, you know, if you go all in open and honest about what you can offer, what time you might have available, um, if it's time bound, so be it. Like just be be very real about that and don't set expectations that are potentially going to cause you to, uh, to regret it down the road. Um, everybody will be better for it. And I think that's, that's a critical hundred percent, right. The authenticity, right. The honesty, yep. the, you know, and communicating that to folks and, and setting expectations. Um, I think it's, it's critical. 
um, because to your point, right, it's going to it's going to hurt you in the long run. Right. Because word of mouth, it spreads quick. Right. Because people are going to ask, hey, you know, what about Steven or what about Eric or what about whomever? Um, it's it's going to spread quick. And if, if you're not dependable, not reliable, then you're going to find yourself on an island. Yeah. So, I mean, just to, to wrap up this conversation, I think look at networking past the buzzword. It's not just the, the idea of getting access or information to benefit you. If you think about it as benefiting others first, you're probably going to be a lot more successful in whatever you're trying to achieve. And you know, just the, the final thought that just popped in my head is sometimes relationships that you build through networking, um, they pay dividends down the road that you didn't even expect. And those are like the truly incredible moments that just surprise you. And I think that's what's so cool that, with humans in general. You know, I still believe innately humans want to help each other out as a species and who we are. And when someone comes to bat for you or offers an opportunity for you that you didn't even expect, that's where magic happens. I'm not saying it will always lead to that. Don't go into networking expecting that to happen. But when it does, it's just, it's incredible. It's like hitting the lottery. And I think if you just give it a chance, you know, I think it's something worthwhile. All right. So with that, our episode's coming to a close. Um, Thanks, Steve. Uh, And, uh, you know, topic. Yeah. So for folks out there that hey, you have your own thoughts on networking, what you think it is, why don't you send us a note at leadershipistricky.com. There's a little message feature in the bottom right hand corner. Click on that and share your thoughts. And then uh, we'll read them out loud here and give our, our, our thoughts. So we'll probably do an entire episode of where we just take feedback from the crowd and then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give our thoughts. So if it's your first time here at Leadership is Tricky, thanks for tuning in. If you're a returned uh, listener, thank you for uh being loyal listeners and, and helping us grow this platform. Cause this is for you. Um, so we are on all major, uh, uh, podcast platforms. If you haven't listened to episode one, season one, go all the way back. Um, you can find it on our <laughs> website. Like so long ago. <laughs> I know I went back and listened to that one. You told me about on pod being our very first to kind of snippet and the quality awesome. was, it was bad, but <laughs> no, <laughs> Hey, the road noise. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks guys for, for listening in, uh, Eric out, Steven, any parting shots? No, that's it, man. Everybody have a blessed day. Appreciate it. All right.